Welcome to Cocktails for You, where three furry friends shake things up through various mixology adventures. Come join them on their quest to drink like a pro. And when you came inside, dear, my heart grew light and this whole world seemed new to me. You really swell, I have to admit you, deserve expressions that really fit you. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Cocktails for You. I'm your host, Roken, and joining me today, as always, are my two best friends, Brooks the Doggo and Corvick. Hi, guys. Best friends forever. Or what is that TikTok trend? I have no idea, but Linda I'm Linda and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> best friends forever, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad pink, you pink, guys pink, are pearl, here to twirl, be square. Glitter, glitter, girl, twirl, twirl, twirl. Together so forever. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now. <laughs> no more singing and dancing. This is a very morbid time of year. This is supposed to be a spooky time of year. It's supposed to be where the leaves are changing and the weather's getting colder. And what else does that bring every year, guys? Pumpkin spice. Well, I was going to say autumn. But since Brooks went straight to the punch or the point, I don't know, pumpkin spice. And, uh, you know, if anybody grew up with Dune, the movie Dune or read the books, you'll remember very specifically it said he who controls the pumpkin spice controls the basic bitches. I mean, uh, some sort of interpretation of that. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that's all for men. It's all about the spice, I think. So all about the spice. This episode is going to be a little different, guys. In this episode, I'm going to challenge each of you to come up with a custom drink involving pumpkin. Now, it could be actual pumpkin, or it could be pumpkin spice, or different types of flavorings. It's up to you. But it's just got to be pumpkin-based. But before we get into our drinks, I wanted to ask you both, what is pumpkin spice? Uh it's- Delicious. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty good <laughs> stuff, but it's a combination of spices. Um, okay. It's got like cinnamon, I think clove, nutmeg. Yeah, you're on the right track, Orbic. I think there's one more and it always escapes me. So it's important to note that there's a little bit of a difference between, I'm going to call it old school pumpkin spice, which is actually a lot older than I think many of us realize, and more modern day pumpkin spice. So really, more modern day pumpkin spices, as you were saying, like cinnamon, nutmeg. There's also ginger and clover and sometimes allspice. And that's usually the, the different spices that we taste today. Um, there's a recipe that was as far back as 1796 that really just used nutmeg as the primary ingredient. So a recipe from 1796 exists. However, I wanted to also mention that it's actually much older. So really, the origin of pumpkin spice traces back to... Are you ready for it? I didn't hear a drum roll. There we go. There's a drum roll. (laughs) So pumpkin spice, or at least the origins of pumpkin spice, uh, have been traced back as far as 3500 BC. So there's an archaeologist, Peter Lape, and... uh, his associates from their publication, New Data uh, from an open Neolithic site in Indonesia. This was published in 2018. This is an actual journal article, everybody. So they found that uh, in their analysis of different samples, that nutmeg came up as a food product. And nutmeg is a primary ingredient of pumpkin spice. 
So we can actually say the modern craze for pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice lattes really isn't new. I remember growing up, I never really heard of pumpkin spice. And then in the early 2000s, that's when it seems to like exploded. Everybody had to have their pumpkin spice latte and their pumpkin spice everything. And now on the shelves, you see whipped cream, candies, cookies, maple syrup, everything, coffee. Yeah, it's crazy. So just as a little tidbit here, tracing it back to nutmeg, did you know that at one time nutmeg was worth more than gold? I actually did know that. Good. Somebody was paying attention in history class. I can't ever imagine. I I really can't ever imagine a world where I am going to pay more gold than for nutmeg. I like nutmeg, but I like gold more. And gold you can also use as an edible thing, too. Not that I would ever eat it. It's a waste of gold. But, you know, I digress. Yes, you would if you had enough. Uh, No, I wouldn't. I'd sit on it. So, <laughs> kind of going very off of dragon-like that, of you. <laughs> I like on my gold. gold. It is not anything to do with species or dragons. I just like gold. The more gold, the better. But anyway, <laughs> going off of that archaeology report, there was also a History Channel journalist, Becky Little, further added that the desire for nutmeg grew so strong and was so expensive that in the 1600s, the Dutch traded their colony of New Amsterdam to Britain in exchange for a nutmeg-producing island. And as a fun fact, guys, do you guys know what New Amsterdam is called today? I don't, know. No. So keep in mind, the Dutch traded New Amsterdam for an, a colony that produced nutmeg owned by the English. And that New Amsterdam is now known as New York. Yes, that New York, the city huh. New York in America. Huh. Yeah. Actually, going back in my family tree, um, part of my family were Dutch settlers in Manhattan. So that's actually kind of interesting that the Dutch, I didn't realize how that actually came to be, but the Dutch apparently traded it for a nutmeg-producing colony. So that is to tell you how strong the craze for nutmeg and pumpkin spice has been hundreds of years. It's a billion-dollar so, industry. I know, right? I'd never have guessed. So now that we know a little bit of the history, a little bit of the craze that's gone on for hundreds of years, this is going to lead us to our own pumpkin spice cocktail creations. So guys, I hope you're ready to discuss what you've created and whether or not it passes your seal of approval. Mm. So who would like to go first? Challenge of the Ooh. pumpkin spice. I think mm. Brooke should go first. Oh, you want me to go first, eh? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, Take it like a man. Originally, I was going to make a white Russian, but pumpkin spiced version. And once I started making it, because I ended up soaking my marshmallow, because I wanted to go like a very desserty route with mine. But I wanted to toast the marshmallow and also give the marshmallow flavor. So I uh, ended up soaking my marshmallows in cask strength Eliza Craig, um, which made the marshmallows taste amazing. Um, <laughs> and That's a very good idea. I like that. You and need that would... to make your marshmallows always drunk. 
<laughs> Always drunk. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a boozy marshmallow? Yes. I'm but I, I kind of went down the road as like, why am I using a bourbon-soaked marshmallow and not bourbon in the drink itself? So I swapped out the vodka for a bourbon, and I used um, my Henry McKenna 10-year in it. Hmm. Because I wanted to make it a very kind of like upscale. So I ended up using Mr. Black as my coffee liqueur, which is actually a pretty good coffee liqueur if anybody's had it. It's a cold brew made in it Australia. Very it's hard good. to find here. It is hard to get. And it, it wasn't cheap either. Like I could have done Kahlua and had half the price, but. Uh, I would like to interject. The next time you need one, go for Trader Vic's. Their coffee one is quite good. Oh, okay. Well, we'll try better that. better than Kahlua. It's like $29, I think, for the bottle. Yeah, Plus, Mr. Black was 30 It's a cool decanter, so afterwards you can actually use it. It comes with a rubber seal on the like the glass knob. I don't know what it's called, the topper. Fancy, fancy. But continuing on. Uh, my So this is where I enter in the pumpkin spice, because you know in a white Russian you would use like heavy, like a creamer in it so i actually made my own pumpkin spice creamer from scratch and i used a can like did you like milk the pumpkin like from the pumpkin titties? yes from the pumpkin titties very special well, milk very expensive no 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 titties if it's a guy i didn't do that i got the canned pumpkin puree stuff um and obviously cinnamon some couple extra spices heavy cream in there and sugar mix it up and i actually put a little salt in to kind of balance it out some and let that sit and soak then strain it so there's the creamer so that's the creamer in the drink so i use three ounces of bourbon three ounces of creamer to one and a half ounces of mr black because the mr black is actually pretty strong and I uh, put whipped cream on top of it, lit the marshmallow on fire. Then I dumped, um, I have a video of it, of me dumping cinnamon on top and getting that like flame boof sort of thing. And I got to say, guys, this drink was like probably top three dessert cocktails for me. It's up wow. there. It was really good. Um, the only reason why it wouldn't make the one number one spot is because I do view pumpkin spice as very seasonal. I wouldn't want it all the time, but I think in the season and for trying to make a pumpkin spice drink that is actually enjoyable, that isn't like very mainstream, you know, not like a latte or this or that, uh, but decent, um, it was delicious okay so you'd say you'd make it again yes or no i would make it again it's oh, definitely my. top three on the desserts for me so there you go ladies and gentlemen the brooks the doggo special he says he will drink it again and milk those pumpkin titties milk the titties all right corbick why don't you tell us what you had <laughs> just sit here and be quiet um <laughs> uh, you well, know, i mean if I... it was a guy pumpkin he might have been milking something else We'll just say the titties. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was milking the stem. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so I decided to do a boozy pumpkin spice latte. Um, 
or some form of variation on it itself where I made my own uh, pumpkin spice syrup and then I mixed it up with some coffee and creamer. Um, but essentially, I'll admit it. I like pumpkin spice lattes. Always have. I've never had an issue with them. And I'm a very bad, very big believer of letting people enjoy what they like to degrees. <laughs> um, but with mine, um, the syrup was what I'm going to go over first, because the reality is that is the big part of my drink. Um, it starts off as a normal syrup where you do one cup of water and then half a cup of brown sugar and then half a cup of granulated white sugar. So it's got that one to one ratio. Um, and then you're going to add in pumpkin puree, fourth a cup for this. You're also going to add two table or two teaspoons of vanilla extract, a half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and ground cloves. Uh, equal parts there. And it's as simple as you dump it all together. You bring it to a boil and let it reduce and make sure the sugars are all um, dissolved. And once you've done that, um, I strained it through a coffee strainer because I don't like um, the spices. I guess you could say just how gritty they can get. So I removed that, and it comes out a very, very dark color. It also removes any, like, uh, pumpkin that didn't dissolve as well. Um, and for the drink, I decided to do brew up six ounces of coffee. Um, I did two ounces of Angel's Envy Rye because it has really strong maple notes, and I thought maple and vanilla with it, so I thought that would pair well. And then I did an ounce of the syrup over the in with the coffee and then creamer to taste. I like it. Yeah. That sounds good. That does sound good. So would you <laughs> say you would drink it again? Yes. Uh, I mean, besides the fact that I accidentally doubled my syrup recipe. So, yes. <laughs> Double the syrup. He'll be drinking it a lot more. Uh, but I, I would say this is something I would drink even without the booze. Just make my own pumpkin spice lattes with this because it's it's really good the um the the syrup really brought out some of the bitter notes in the coffee which i think still paired really well with the the vanilla and the spices i think it so i like it so i guess that leads to my drink so i kind of came up with this idea I haven't made a shrub in a, a long time, and I decided what better way than to utilize pumpkin and to this pumpkin spice shrub, and that's where I would get my pumpkin flavor. So I, you can use an actual pumpkin if you like carve out a pumpkin, you take the innards and you roast it. You, I mean, you can go that route. I didn't have time for that. I actually bought a can of pumpkin puree, and I threw that in a container with a bottle or yeah, just almost a full bottle of um, apple cider vinegar with mother. And I actually already had a little bit of honey already in it. So I threw that in there with the pumpkin puree. I threw in already ground up uh, liquefied demerara syrup. And I threw in some cinnamon, allspice, um, and some cloves. And basically stirred it, shook it a little bit, made sure everything was perfectly, you know, mixed together. And then I stored it in my fridge for about three days. Now, to make a shrub, you could do a shrub in like 24 hours. And that's one of the benefits of a shrub versus a bitter. However, um, just for the sake of time, 
I didn't have a lot of time after work. So it pretty much stayed in the fridge until I had some time to work with it. So once I, you know, took it out of the fridge, I used strainer. Um, I wish I had had a better strainer because I was trying to use a flour sifter to strain the pumpkin puree from the liquid. I do not recommend that. Uh, Brooks actually gave me the idea. If you don't have a strainer or a sieve is what really you need, um, you could use coffee filters. And so here I am taking this pumpkin puree that's like liquidy and kind of semi-solid, putting it through coffee filters, squeezing it with my hands to get what I, I needed, the juice. So once that was done, the rest of it was pretty easy. So this drink consists of pumpkin puree shrub, maple syrup, uh, Angel Envy's rye, and toasted marshmallows. So I pretty much used one ounce of the pumpkin shrub. If you want it more pumpkin spicy, uh, you could use one and a half ounces. I think any more than that, and it might be a little too overpowering. I used about a quarter of an ounce of maple syrup just to add a slight touch of sweetness because the shrub is going to be fairly vinegary. It won't be super overpowering, but it will still be in the after notes of the drink. Angel Envy Rye, the reason I went with this particular whiskey is because it has a very strong, I think, a very strong like maple maple syrup kind of flavor to it um and toasted marshmallows just for effect and i will tell you toasted marshmallows dunked in this drink were a wonderful treat overall this drink was very subtle uh nothing really stood out except for maybe maple syrup tones i think that was mostly to do with angel envy's rye Uh, it wasn't overly sweet but it wasn't overly bitter either it's definitely a very easy sipping drink It had a strong afternote of pumpkin and cinnamon, especially as the drink warmed. And the toasted marshmallows, as they soaked in the the rye and the maple syrup and the shrub, um, were a phenomenal finisher. So overall, I would say I would definitely make this drink again. Uh, The yield I received from my shrub was not very good. Uh, You know, I think I used a full bottle of apple cider vinegar, and I probably got a small vial, probably, I don't know, six ounces out of it which I actually use, attribute to user error. If I had had a sieve or I would started with the coffee uh, filters, it probably would have got a much better yield. But overall, fantastic drink. If you want to impress your friends with something different, I would recommend this. And I always encourage people make their own bitters and make their own shrubs. They're super easy. It just requires a little bit of time and a spare clean bottle. So, gentlemen... Anything else you'd like to add for this special autumn pumpkin spice episode? You know, maybe there'll be a a time in the future that we can share each other's drinks. Yes, we should judge them in person. Yeah, I would love to. I want to hear whose is number one. (gasps) Oh, mine's number one, clearly. I was going to say the shrub sounds pretty good because it's it's different. Yes, I think Roken's is the most cocktail y. Uh, mine's the most dessert cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I agree. When I saw your drink, it looked very much like something I would have after dinner. Yeah, to as a dessert drink. Mine was not. It was the opposite. Mine was not going to be a dessert drink. Um, it was strong enough to get you going, and I think Corbix would fall somewhere in the middle. Like I could drink. I think Corbix would be a nice one to drink throughout your meal. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even say throughout the meal. I'll be honest. It's the one that you have in your clear plastic cup because it looks like a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> and you're just enjoying it on the go. 
Oh, so his is the one you want to take places and pretend his, you're drinking. His spice. is his is like this is just Starbucks, dude. <laughs> like, oh my god! It's even better if you put it over ice. So, Ooh, good idea. So you heard it. If you want to break laws and go places where you shouldn't be drinking alcohol, Corbix is the one you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm, I'm not endorsing that, but. <laughs> Yes, let's just make that clear. Cocktails for You, its associates, its directors, its owners, and shareholders do not endorse drinking uh, in places you shouldn't be drinking. Shareholders? Yes, shareholders. <laughs> I feel like there's a discussion in that one. <laughs> who, who's been selling shares of cocktails for you? Rookin, what are you doing? Is, is this, this a Ponzi scheme now? Is this where you're getting now? all your, uh, your spending money for all the other shares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in other news, congratulations, guys. 54% of Cocktails for You is owned by Walmart. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what he's been doing. It's been a Ponzi scheme this whole time, guys. However, Walmart, if you are interested in purchasing us, our shares start at $1,000 each. and We have 7.6 million shares. <laughs> that's I'm a kidding. lot of money <laughs> as you can tell Roken is Mr. Krabs of our group money oh, money would be the Mr. Money. <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway gentlemen I think that's it for tonight's episode what do we always like to say Brooks the best drink of the world is the one that you have in your hand is that right that's close. Oh, it's that's close. close. That's the closest you've ever been. Oh my God. I am impressed. And now I just expect you to get it wrong, but I'm, I'm actually genuinely impressed. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Well, now I think I have an idea. I know what I'm going to do every time. I'm going to come up with a new saying. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Brooks. Okay, Brooks. That's a pat on the head. Good boy. Here's your bone. Woo! Okay, Corbick, what is it that we really like to say? Just remember the best drink in the world is the one you enjoy. That's right. And don't forget to like us, listen to us wherever podcasts are available. We also have a Twitter page at cocktails for you. We have a discord channel. We occasionally play video game nights. We have a Valheim server and we also have a telegram group at cocktails for you. So please don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. Come in, join us, ask questions. We love suggestions. And we're always willing to try new and zany competitions and challenges. Competitions. Competitions. Yeah. Tonight was a competition. Like go-karting. You know the well, competition, the way we should... Uh, I know we're towards the end here, but I was just thinking instead of us deciding who's the best, which we kind of already have, uh, we should reach out to the group and see what they think. We I haven't think so. And on decided. the next episode, we relay the, uh, the winner. Let's do it. I'm down. Okay. Well, we'll do a poll. If you guys are listening out there, join the Telegram and uh, vote in the poll. Who made the yeah, best vote drink? In the poll. Make the drinks. All right. Try them. Happy Halloween. See you next time. <laughs> yeah, no, Bye. you can't say that. This is not coming out on Halloween. <laughs> no, but we can tell people we recorded on Halloween. Yeah. yeah, we did record on Halloween. But anyway, take care, everyone. Thanks for take listening. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for visiting Cocktails for You. See you next time.